0: RadioInfluence.com
1: Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Wednesday edition of the Dark to Light podcast with
2: Frankie Val on the drums and
1: Beans. Tis Wednesday. It's the Wednesday show. And... Um, to start off the Wednesday, sh- Wednesday show, Frank, I wanted to make a really cool announcement. Okay. A bunch of cool stuff. Um, as of today, I am proud and thrilled to say I have joined the Highwire as a news and editorial contributor uh, along with Michelle from Uncover DC. The two of us have joined Highwire to provide them with investigative content in their sphere. And, so,
2: that, so that, that's that's Dell big tree yes wow
1: yeah it's um it you know it's been years in the making I've gotten to know those guys over there over the course of a few years and they're you know there's very few people that I like I'm like okay these guys have integrity these guys are like they're they're awesome they're super with it Dell big tree and the high wire the team over there they have the same standards for what they produce as I i have for uncover dc and that is to me in my experience it's been rare to find very rare and so it's an honor for me to join their team and it's going to be a symbiotic relationship like it's going to be fantastic and we'll have a column up today
2: congratulations at the
1: high wire thank you very exciting very very exciting and and tomorrow frank is my 15 year wedding anniversary
2: Fifteen years. Yes. 15 wow.
1: Fifteen years. Fifteen years married. Wait. So
2: so so. Viv was at your wedding. Yes, she was. I didn't know that.
1: Yeah. She was a little flower girl.
2: <laughs> I I did not know that. <laughs> yeah. I got
1: I got married at my mom and dad's house. It was very small, maybe like fifty or sixty people. Um. It was really cool. It was a nice little ceremony and.
2: Well, happy anniversary.
1: Yeah. Exciting stuff. Okay. Now that all that's done, we're going to move over to something that stunned me, Kevin McCarthy. Yeah. I can't, I can't complain so far.
2: I'm not complaining at least about this. I, I, there's not one criticism. (laughs) I have nothing to criticize about this thing. I know what you're about to play.
1: Yeah, and I'm going to play the whole three minutes of it because it is fire and it deserves to be heard by every American because this is what, like, I cannot find one thing wrong with, not one. So I'm going to be praising this. And listen, it's early and time will tell. But if this is any indication of what we'll get, I'm going to be very satisfied with Kevin McCarthy as Speaker of the House very satisfied. Now, remember, the only way that these people can affect any change in the House is through committee and investigations. They have no, you know, even if they everything, you know, whatever, you understand what I'm saying. It's not like they're going to get anything passed because the Senate's not in our control. So committee is really where it's at. So let's listen to Kevin McCarthy for three straight minutes. Dunk all over. Dunk all over these journalists. I'm going to go full screen on it, Frank.
3: Intel committee. Is is Santos on the Intel committee? Am I allowing shift am I allowing ship to be on other committees? For a second, I, I just, Go right ahead. For, for thank you. Um because you have
4: direct power over the Cuban Intel but you also will be able to raise for your whole house for taking off other democrats perhaps representative Omar. But you have said that lying to us is something that means you should be removed from the Intel committee but why is it not a factor? If, well, let me be very
3: He's gotten elected by his district. So, okay, let let me be very clear and respectful to you. You ask me a question, when I answer it, it's the answer to your question. You don't get to determine whether I answer your question or not, okay? In all respect. Thank you. No, no, let's answer her question. You just raised a question, I'm gonna be very clear with you. The Intel Committee is different. You know why? Because what happens in the Intel Committee, you don't know. What happens in the Intel Committee, although the secrets are going on in the world, other members of Congress don't know. What did Adam Schiff do as the chairman of the Intel Committee? What Adam Schiff did, use his power as a chairman and lie to the American public. Even the inspector general said it. When Devin Nunes put out a memo, he said it was false. When we had a laptop, he used it before an election to be politics and say that it was false and said it was the Russians. When he knew different, when he knew the intel, if you talk to um, John Radcliffe, DNI, It goes to the National Security of America, and I will always put them first, all right? And if you want to talk about Swalwell, let's talk about Swalwell, because you have not had the briefing that I had. I had the briefing, and Nancy Pelosi had the briefing from the FBI. The FBI never came before this Congress to tell the leadership of this Congress that Eric Swalwell had a problem with a Chinese spy until he served on Intel. So it wasn't just us who were concerned about it, the FBI was concerned about putting a member of Congress on the intel committee that has the rights to see things that others don't because of his knowledge and relationship with a Chinese spy. They brought it to the works of the leaders. I've got that briefing, so I do not believe he should sit on there that committee. And I believe there's 200 other Democrats that can serve on that committee. So this has nothing to do with Santos. Santos is not on the Intel committee. But you know what? Those voters elected Shift, even though he lied. Those voters elected Swalwell, even though he lied to the American public too. So you know what? I'll respect his voters too, and they'll serve on committees, but they will not serve on a place that has national security reverence because integrity
1: matters to me. Woo!
2: Can't complain about that statement at all.
1: Hell no. Somebody uh, just commented. The truth is great. Hell. Yes, it is. That's what happens when you have the truth on your side. I mean,
2: I wonder what that, I wish I could have seen the, 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 uh, evolution of expression <laughs> on the yappy dog's face, whatever, whoever, whoever the yappy dog in the, in the uh, press corps over there was, I would love to have watched her face just kind of relax over time because what is she gonna say
1: I know I know um and you know I have a clip I was gonna play later on but I just want to show you like honestly this is obnoxious so like this is this is Democrat this is the press in a room with Kamala Harris and and Joe Biden it's it's 30 seconds of this I'm not gonna play it all because it's just obnoxious if th- this is like when you think of like in a movie the press asking questions this is what you get and they just chuckle at it because it, it is ridiculous in my opinion but like, Listen to this. To How do you even respond to anything in that gaggle of crazy lunacy that's going on with the press in that room?
2: I don't know and I think that uh I think that it's so uh indicative of what the press is. And I guess it always ha- that's always been like the 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 cliche too yep. you know go back generations it's not even how much we can't stand the press now but um
1: in all the but, movies yeah. you'd see it like that like like blah, 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 blah. like and then one person wins out and everybody else shuts up like it's just ridiculous yeah,
2: i know i it's just such a weird weird gang uh activity and how after a while there is a rule where some voice wins out and i i think the the initial thing is how you play the game is Everybody has to just continually asking the question as if they are the only one in the room <laughs> and repeat, repeat, repeat until somebody wins. And then you shut up and hopefully you get to it li- it's so it's such a weird little culture.
1: Just, just uh, something I had not spoken about yet until now. I was doing a Twitter spaces. I was hosting a Twitter spaces a couple, like a week and a half ago. And uh, representative Bobert joined it and, You know, I asked her, I said, hey, um, are you going to change the rules on the House floor to allow independent media to come in instead of just the White House press corps credentialed um, journalists? And she said yes. So that's interesting. Mm. That's interesting. She was that that would be a huge, massive change, especially if they're going to keep C-SPAN, you know, with like a reality show access to the House floor. Right. But he announced Members of two different committees yesterday, the the sub, select subcommittee on the weaponization of the federal government, Chairman Jim Jordan, Daryl Issa, Massey, Stewart, Stefanik, Mike Johnson, Chip Roy, Kelly Armstrong, Greg Stube, Dan Bishop, Kat Kamak, and Harriet Hagman are on that committee. That's going to be a good one. Definitely going to be watching hearings coming out of that committee. And then the Select Subcommittee on the Coronavirus Pandemic. Chairman Brad Wenstrup, Mali Otakis from New York, uh, Miller Meeks, Debbie Lesko, Michael Cloud, John Joyce, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Ronnie Jackson, Ronnie Jackson, Hmm. and Rich McCormick.
2: Well... Let's see what I uh, see what
1: bites we get out of all this. Ronnie Jackson tweeted and he said, we're gonna find out the the Did I retweet it? Hold on, bear with me. Hold on, I'm gonna try and find it. Um, because I read a tweet from him this morning about these committees, and he said stuff that I really liked a lot. I hate that this happens. Okay. I'm proud to announce that I have been chosen for the select subcommittee on the coronavirus pandemic. Every lie told to us by Fauci will be revealed. Every lie about the vaccine will be revealed. Every lie that was used to lock you down will be unearthed. We will reveal the truth.
2: Uh, Here's the thing. We've already done that ourselves to a large part. Yep. So, again, um, who cares? I'm, I'm glad that somebody wants to make it look. But but um you're, you're talking about very politically affiliated audio viewing audiences for things like this what who were in who were largely tuned into the j6 uh committee activity uh, though not many people did are those who wanted it all to just be true and they were already invested and then of course um there, nobody listens to anything that is contrary to what they believe. So, <laughs> I, so I, I, I mean, we already figured this out ourselves. Like I said, when, when we were talking to Cash Patel or or with uh, with with um, what's his name, uh, it, it's like we we have supplemented the need for. Committees. The only thing is that we don't have prosecutorial power. We don't have the ability to, to dole out re- restitution. I mean, that's the real thing. Well, Are we going to get restitution?
1: There's more than than that too. I mean, getting it into the record is is important. It'll be emblazoned in the you know the historical record and the congressional record at that point, mm-hmm. which is important. It's it's important. It just is because when you have people trying to rewrite history, getting proper history down is an important thing to do. However, to that point, I didn't want to skip ahead, but I'm going to, because Gigi sent me a story yesterday that's on Twitter from this outlet that, and I'll be honest, I can't tell Frank whether or not this is satire or not. I don't think it is because I've done a little due diligence on this outlet. It's called IQ. IQfy. IQfy. About. their About page says, Feminine audiences deserve something better, Frank. It's time to elevate the conversation. Hey there. IQFi is a lifestyle and social commentary imprint of the Sunshine Initiative. We design and publish storyful, smarter content to uplift feminine folks globally and elevate the conversation generally. Our Twitter also has the side mission of seeking out and signal boosting the smartest tweets on the issues of the day. Now, I looked at their Twitter. They have a whole section here on how it works, what they're about, their global initiatives, asking the act, the whole thing, whole thing, right? So I found this article that they wrote called how do, we present, how do We Prevent Discrimination Against the Vaccinated? Okay. It starts, they trusted the science. Because of their bravery, they survived COVID. Now experts are sounding the alarm about an emerging new threat vector, a violent hate movement targeting vaccinated folks. As the world begins to recover from the devastating effects of the COVID-19 pandemic, experts are sounding the alarm about an emerging new threat vector, an actual hate movement against targeting vaccinated folks. In unmoderated and far-right extremist havens like 4chan and Rumble, <laughs> anti-vaxxers calling themselves "pure bloods" are now openly flaunting their hatred towards those who took the shot by gloating about their supposed early vaccine-related deaths, a totally debunked conspiracy theory heavily adjacent to Q beliefs. This new breed of anti-vaxxer doesn't bother to feign much of an illusion of being the good guy. They spend all their time spreading vile misinformation about the, quote, clot shots directly to the vaccinated, hoping to induce anxiety and terror in the very people who chose to protect themselves and their communities.
2: Oh, but but you didn't. But yet, can you just start with that last sentence, stupid writer, and tell us tell us what what ha, how they how their choice resulted in protection for themselves and their communities? Just start with that and lay it all out.
1: So it's, it just gets. Hold on, this isn't even the one. I just have to put this as the as the. The foundation. The anti-vax hatred is increasingly also spilling over into real life, Frank, with reports coming out of vaccinated individuals being shunned and ostracized or even targeted with harassing taunts. Some have even lost their jobs or faced other forms of institutional discrimination.
2: Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no.
1: (laughs) I just can't wait to get to the next article. As anti-vaxxers in positions of power want to play out some kind of sick and childish game of tit for tat. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> this behavior is not only reprehensible it's downright dangerous the vaccines have undergone rigorous testing and have proven to be safe and effective in preventing serious illness and death from COVID-19 vaccines oh, and subsequent fun. boosters are a critical tool in the fight against the pandemic and everyone regardless of their vaccination status stands to benefit from their widespread use okay was this
2: written, was this written by AI I don't know I this don't know it's just I, I mean it's Every sentence is like stamped approved TM. It's just this is a collection of statements that have been re- that we have heard nonstop that has just been rearranged into an article with some new aspects of comedy in there. I- ironic, you know, ironic little hints of comedy with the whole, you know, tit for tat and. And, and how, you know, we're losing, so we, we've lost a handful of jobs or, you know, after what they did to the entire country and the military and everything else. Kathy Hochul still refuses to bring people back to work, even in the, in the face of a so-called health crisis here in New York, and they don't want to give anybody back pay, still call people who are unvaccinated the greatest health threat that we have to our state in New York. This is what's coming out of heads of state still. And whatever horribly programmed Little robot wrote this.
1: <laughs> I, I, I can't
2: even imagine what it must be like to live around an, a, a creature that could actually pump this out consciously. I can consciously.
1: barely contain myself. <laughs> Cause listen to this next one. They knew. Why didn't the unvaccinated do more to warn us?
2: No, that, that has to be a troll. That has to be trolling. No way, it, no.
1: Let me read it. It's crazy. I'm trying to figure this out. Again, I'm trying to figure this out. There are people talking about it. And I I read this and I was like, and and then I found the other article because I did a little due diligence on the website, right? The unvaccinated knew what we didn't. Some of them said too little. Most said nothing at all. A lot of blood is now on their hands.
2: No, (laughs) it's really, I I tip my cap to the author of this one. This is a brilliant troll. There's no way in hell
1: it's real. Listen to it. You want to read some? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> As the world struggles to come to terms with the devastating effects of the COVID-19 pandemic, one question that continues to surface is why the unvaccinated didn't do more to warn us about the potential dangers of being injected. Oh while well-intending citizens lined up, did the right thing and received their COVID-19 vaccinations. Now seeming to do more harm than good, their unvaccinated friends stood by and let them do it. Some of them this <laughs> <No. laughs> oh. <laughs> Some of them said too little. Some of them said nothing at all. Even though they knew what we didn't, our blood is now on their hands. Those are strong words, but the unvaccinated had access to important information about the potential side effects of the vaccines. They yeah, knew- that was,
2: a, that was a, a, a exclusive access <laughs> to only those who were unvaccinated. Everybody was unvaccinated at a time. Everybody the, Up until December of 2020, everybody was unvaccinated. What did we have access to that they didn't? Common sense. Yeah.
1: They knew about the risk of severe allergic reactions, blood clots, and other serious health complications. They knew the vaccines did not immunize us. us. They knew knew it wasn't effective and that they can cause more harm than good. They knew about all of that, but instead of warning us, the unvaccinated chose to remain silent. They chose to look the other way and not speak out about the potential dangers of vaccines. They let millions of good folks who did the right thing at the time fall to death and disease, and many anti-vaxxers even gloated online about how their coin flip had been the right bet. The more diabolical even urged folks they disagree with to go get boosted. It is all... It is...
2: that, That may... Okay. If there's any argument to this being real... It's uh, again, you show a little bit of cognitive um, inconsistency, logical inconsistency with that, because to say that we had access to information we knew and we didn't say anything, and then to also uh, describe this to us winning a coin flip are two different things. I, and, and, and that does make it more believable that it could be an actual, you know, boot licking lib. But, um, yeah, it, it's one or the other. It's either we knew or we were flipping a coin.
1: I'm just going to say something real quick. Um, Rumble is down again. Rumble was under a complete DDoS attack yesterday. Rumble just I, went down. Yep. Getter audience is still with us. Um,
2: that happened last night in the middle of my show.
1: Yeah. Getter audience, you 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 the ish right now. You the ish. Um, so, hold on. Someone's texting me. I don't know what is going to happen, um, when they come back up, if I'm going to have to restart the stream over there or what. It didn't,
2: it didn't need to, nothing changed for me last night. The website was wonky, but as long as your OBS or whatever is still saying that it's broadcasting out there, it's, it's recording over there.
1: Okay. All right. So back to the article, um, It has all become too clear. The silence of the unvaccinated was a dangerous, sociopathic, and irresponsible decision that has had serious consequences for those of us who received the vaccine. And silence is consent. Now, they say it's time for the unvaccinated to take responsibility for their actions and to work with the rest of us to find a solution to the crisis. We can't afford to let their selfishness and lack of action continue to harm our communities. And there is... The unvaccinated should by any moral measuring stick have done by any moral measuring stick have done more to warn about the potential risks to help us make informed decisions about our health. And they must now ask us for our forgiveness and hand to heart. We may just give it to them because we're good people. We took those injections because it's the right thing to do until it wasn't. And they disabled the comments. They haven't noticed about it. Twenty minutes in, and we've already lost one volunteer. Immediately cease using the comment form to send abuse. Try to write positive messages of solidarity. The comment section is like on fire. It. I don't know what this is. I really don't know if these people are serious or not.
2: Uh, it, it's 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 uh, it's an it's an incredible piece. That's all I'll say. But I, I believe. I believe that this is a a very well well tempered troll. It's a, I think it's, I think it's it's actually brilliant from that standpoint. I, I mean, because it, it because it in, and, and that's what it is really supposed to be. Everybody thinks that a detractor showing up in a comment section somewhere or someone who disagrees with you in a in a in a uh, a chat room is a is a troll. that that's just what you know, boomers think trolls are it's a troll no a, a troll is someone who who leads you along in the most subtle way that you don't even know that you're being had like a, a really really this, and this is so incredible because it, it, they have so subtly captured the logical the the, the logical inconsistencies and the schizophrenia of the average lib who is now in full-blown crisis and and uh what they're, they're trying to make sense of all this stuff it's just it's just like after the fact can you so you just don't know that's a good part it is high. if it's if it's real they're nuts and it's laughable <laughs> and, and they, they need to be and they, and they need to be institutionalized and if it's a troll it is just someone who just gets the kind of Nutty that we're up
1: against and they've been able to recreate it (laughs) so it's brilliant either it's brilliant or it's maniacal one of the two i i don't i don't there's here is their twitter when it comes to pronouns it's not a choice you will do what you were told to advocate for how difficult it is
4: to use gender neutral pronouns nobody said that the gender binary was
1: easy these are not my preferred pronouns. These are my pronouns. You will use them or you will not refer to me. Okay. So go disappear Ooh. somewhere into a hole. I don't, I don't, I don't care. Like these people are crazy. They're like legit crazy. Oh, okay. Moving right along. I have here, the the Fulton County DA is saying the decision is imminent on charging President Trump with some kind of crime for what happened during the 2020 election with his phone call to Raffensperger. Remember that one we went over at the time where he said, you know, I want you to find the votes, but it wasn't really, he didn't mean that he wanted him to find the votes. He just, that was one thing I could decipher from Trump that I knew he wasn't talking about something nefarious or whatever um so they did 75 witnesses in front of this grand jury to come up with some kind of decision on charging um and apparently that's going to be coming out anytime now whether or not they're charging anyone but they say for other defendants they're weighing whether or not they're going to publicly release the grand jury report Which would only be used as a political tool. But I'm still curious about what's going to be in there. I'm not 100% sold that it's all going to be negative Trump stuff. I'm just not. I think they're going to take a swath at the other Republican leaders in the state. Because why not? Yeah. And then we have this McGonagall indictment. Did you hear about this at all?
2: No, not at all. Oh,
1: wow. Okay. Charles McGonigal was a an FBI agent who was at one time out of the New York field office who worked very heavily on the Spygate investigation on Crossfire Hurricane. One of the guys involved with all of that. He was he was arrested and charged the other day. With like basically aiding Oleg Deripaska to try and get his sanctions removed so that he can come back into the country and, like, be able to work and do stuff here. If you remember Oleg Deripaska, he was the Russian oligarch who was responsible for brokering to get Levinson out of Iran when Hillary Clinton, as secretary of state, just basically PP'd all over it. He also wrote an op-ed, I believe it was for The Hill, um, talking about how the whole Russia collusion narrative was absolute nonsense. He also, um, he, he was confronted by Andy McCabe personally in his apartment and asked questions about Paul Manafort. And he told them that all the things that they were suggesting about Manafort were nonsense and ridiculous. And then the Trump administration sanctioned him and basically like removed his ability to do business here in America in 2018 and this FBI agent was responsible for trying to work with the law firm and get him back into the country and get those sanctions lifted and it started while he was serving on the FBI not before like and 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 he brought, he has brought on John Durham's right-hand guy to be his attorney it's very weird. Like, why are they turning on this dude now? Why would they arrest this guy now? Why? It's very strange. Like, you, you would assume that they wouldn't do that. I don't know. But I have a clip from Matt Gates who does a good job of explaining things, if you want to hear it.
0: Yeah, sure. Sure. After the guy was an integral part of the investigation of Trump afterwards, only in 18 and beyond. Right? This indictment does so much work to try to cast the corrupt and illegal actions of a former counterintelligence FBI chief to be... After his employment, but there are buried leads in this indictment in the general allegations. If you go to page seven of the indictment, paragraph 12, you start to see that while McGonagall was working for the federal government, he worked to get an associate of Deripaska's daughter a special internship at the NYPD. So so the person he ends up working for later, taking illegal money from later, he's already getting his future boss's daughter a sweetheart internship at the NYPD and goes and tells the folks at the NYPD he needs this internship for counterintelligence reasons. How does he – but that in and of itself, how can you possibly do that without reporting that up the chain of command, that you're going to make some sort of
3: – effort in some sort of contact where you're going to try to do this guy a favor.
0: Well, How's we're going to learn the extent to which that information uh, was transmitted and the extent to which these deals were off the books. But we know at some point they get off the books uh, because we also have a circumstance laid out in the indictment where McGonagall gets his buddy to set up a shell corporation in New Jersey. That shell corporation later takes money from the Russian oligarchs apparatus. To try to manipulate sanctions to engage in influence but here's the tell the shell corporation to do the corrupt acts was set up while McGonagall was still working at the fbi oh that's the biggest tell in the world that means he was plotting this when he was a when he was an active agent
1: so basically everybody but donald trump conspired with the rush
2: everybody literally just everybody
1: I'm, 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 listen, the one thing everybody went and focused on Christopher Steele after this, right? If you think, Chuck Ross, for example, if you think Charles McGonigal's relationship with Deripaska was bad, wait till you hear about Chris Steele. Steele was a far bigger player in the probe than McGonigal, a thread. And he does a thread about Steele with the FBI and the Democrats. And I keep on pounding the table and saying, don't forget Adam Waldman because he was above all these people. Johnny Depp's lawyer was above all these people. (laughs) Johnny Depp's attorney. We've gone through this ad nauseum on the show. One more time. Adam Waldman was working with Deripaska Steele and Julian Assange all at the same time. And the Senate Select Committee on the Senate, the Senate Intelligence Committee. And there are text messages between Warner and, and Waldman talking about how to broker some deal to get Steele over here, how to broker some deal to get uh, Assange over. That led into the whole thing with James Comey and uh, turning down the deal that Assange was going to hand over the Spygate information if they gave him immunity. They didn't want that information because it would have blown up their whole narrative. So therefore, they let the Vault 7 leaks happen. It's a whole big thing, but nobody's focusing on Waldman and everybody's focusing on Steele and McGonagall and I think Waldman's a big part of that so there's more work to be done there but I have to be honest I am freaking swamped Frank swamped I don't have the bandwidth to do it all I just don't so I have to focus on what is important one thing that happened yesterday and this this is important but it's going to go on for a long time so I feel like I have a little time what's not going to go on for a long 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 time is the Carrie Lake Appeal um I told the pre-show um we're working right now to to nail down a date Carrie Lake will be joining the Dark to Light podcast. Um just, nice. yeah, super excited. Just trying to narrow down when that's going to be. It'll be soon, but just trying to get that date down. Um Carrie they have a they had a hearing in the in the Arizona Senate committee chaired by Wendy Rogers where they went over um the evidence of the signature verification issue verification issues which which was not allowed in the initial case the judge wouldn't allow it but in the appeal they're appealing the judge's disallowance of the signature matching and this can this can i believe if i'm not mistaken can now be used in their response because it is an official proceeding so all this stuff that just came out, they can actually, I i might be mistaken, but I'm pretty sure I'm right, incorporate into a lawsuit or the lawsuit. And there's a lot here. And there was a response filed today. Um, there was a response filed, I think it was today or yesterday, that I have to go through and thread also. And I'm also going to be doing a thread to parallel this column that Wendy wrote for Uncover DC, which everybody should read and will be in the show notes. Um, they even like Arizona Alliance is the group that did this uh, analysis and it took them six months. And um, there, there's no way that any internal government structure would be able to do this analysis because they don't have the manpower. So they did this. Basically, it took eight seconds for them to verify a ballot signature, which is absolutely impossible. There's just no way to do it. It's impossible. So if they had to verify all the signatures on all the ballots, they took eight seconds per ballot to signature verify. That, that's not enough time. So that's the realistic time to um, verify is 30 to 45 minutes, uh, 30 to 45 seconds, not eight There's a lot of really great information in here. And again, that thread will be coming today, along with the thread on the lawsuit. A lot of work today. So there's that.
2: Looking Um, forward to it.
1: (laughs) A little busy, Frank. We're a little busy.
2: Yeah. You know, back to what you were saying before about how literally everybody but Donald Trump was working with the Russians or foreign agents of some kind. Yeah. I often think about that because obviously there's different levels to how people are associated with each other and do business. Um, behind the scenes you know the, the business of government is never really transparent we get this dog and pony show this days of our lives nonsense and then the rest of it is uh, done in handshakes and briefcase exchanges at places like Davos and <laughs> rainy alleyways in Belgium or something like that and I, uh, I I wonder to myself is it that you know because everybody the, the Clintons Democrats did, did a lot of work with with the Russians and uh, ben- thing, deals that benefited Vladimir Putin directly, and China, and, and all these these states that are largely fed to us as as enemies, I I wonder if in any in any instances, like when they're all getting together and doing these deals behind the scenes say okay well uh listen we have to use you as the bad guy again they're like oh can you imagine imagine like the, the the russians are like again this is getting dangerous we're gonna have to get into a fight at some point or they're gonna stop believing us no I, or or like the chinese are like the chinese just don't care i mean i guess that there's that too i think that they care less than anybody else but there's got to be some kind of level of that because over the years whether it be whether it be um you know the 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 uranium deal or anything else like that, these significant happenings, you know that there's open channels for major, major business transactions and that at the end of the day, nobody really cares because nobody actually cares about America. So what's what's the threat to America? I mean, if that's not your priority, then it, it doesn't matter. Is there really any enemies out there? It's just potential business deals and potential, it just doesn't matter it's it, that that makes international business always makes strange bedfellows of people especially when you're you are representing your personal interests and not a national interest because they don't believe in the, the concept of a country and a culture anymore so it's just so odd it's just so odd how how they reconfigure the entire uh geopolitical landscape just to be able to get through certain inconvenient situations from time to time like the arrival of a donald trump or or whatever else it's it, it so yeah it's very weird
1: i agree i agree i wonder what those backroom deals look like those backroom conversations when you know they do a little photo op or whatever and then boom um by the way pence pence <laughs> pence has classified documents too frank
2: I know. So hopefully we can get him to go to jail and we can get uh, Biden to go to jail. And I would love to everybody just be rotting in a jail cell.
1: And you know what's worse about it all? Honestly, we talked about this years ago and I remember it because I thought about the injustice of it all. When the Clinton email server thing was going on, we talked about this. You know what these people aren't stuck doing? They aren't the U.S. Navy sailor jailed for taking photos of the nuclear submarine to show his kids and his family about where he works who spent a year in jail because he took those pictures they aren't any of the other people that were you know innocently for all intents and purposes caught with cl- why why is the same standard not used why why
2: i know of somebody and then of course we've seen in many um many articles printed about about in situations like this but there are family men and moms that have had to do hard time in places like Fort Leavenworth because they were in the military and they took a selfie with a uh, you know a, a submarine hangar in the yep. background. Yep. You know, it, yep. It, any anything that could anything that can compromise the location of any sensitive materials, even if it's like a, su- a nuclear submarine hangar, which is very sensitive location. But if it's just like caught in the background of a selfie, people have done years. And the fact that they allowed Hillary Clinton still to this this point, it's still amazing. They allowed her to continue campaigning.
1: I know. I know. You know? And it made me in, in this clip, I w- wasn't gonna play this, but I will because it's Ducey and John Pierre. And it's interesting here. From this president, go ahead, Peter.
4: Thank you, Corrine. When you found out, that the FBI had located even more classified materials in Wilmington.
2: Which four-letter word did you use? <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh my goodness, Peter. Um, <laughs>
2: the S-word for sure. Peter. Uh, yeah. President Biden is still intending to run for re-election in 2024,
4: right? Uh, I'll just repeat what the president said after the midterm election, which is he intends to run. I'm going to be very careful from here, as you know, uh, because we are covered by the Hatch Act. All of a sudden, they're worried about the Hatch Act. I'm not going to speak further to his process.
2: Is there a precedent for people running
4: for president after FBI agents search their sock drawer? Say that one more time. Say that beginning part. Is there a precedent for people running for president after FBI agents? It sounds like you. It sounds like you already know that that the answer to that question. Look, here's what I I, here's the
2: answer to that question. Here's, here's, An FBI here's, search of here's, a president's here's, residence here's, is a big, big deal. Here's
4: what the president's going to focus on. <laughs> he's going troll. to focus on continuing to deliver for the American people. That's his focus. That's what he focuses on every day. Every day he focuses you know, on
2: that. Pe- Peter Doocy may have r- written that uh, satire article about the unvaccinated needing to have uh, warned the, the vaccinated ahead of time. He might have been the one that wrote it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty... He's doing good. He's doing real good. Um, I have a couple clips from Cash about what's really going on with the uh, with the documents and the Biden documents. Um, I'm still just watching this. I'm not ready to say much of anything because it, every day there's something else. It's such a complicated web if you're looking at it from a political strategy standpoint. Um, but what it has done successfully is completely water down the Trump thing. Completely. Like, oh yeah. That's gone. I mean, I mean, depending on what the Justice Department does to them at this point, but they're gonna be in the in the, the awkward position of deciding whether or not they're going to charge one and not the other. Um, when the other in, in Biden is clearly worse. And you know, President Trump came out yesterday and he he said something about about Pence, and I'm not sure what, what he what he meant by it if he meant it seriously or not but if he didn't it's an epic troll the likes of which i've never seen hold on i'm gonna find it um i should have had it up but i don't here it is (laughs) trump winery the poll from emerson mike pence is an innocent man he never did anything knowingly dishonest in his life leave him alone (laughs) I don't know, I don't know. What do you think? Is it serious or not?
2: Uh, the Mike Pence thing. What
1: Trump said about Mike Pence?
2: Oh wait, what, what did he say again?
1: You're not listening to a thing I'm saying. You're too. No, I no, I, did, I just I
2: lost this. I've been, I've been with you the whole time. I lost <laughs> this this one comment.
1: Mike, Mike Pence is an innocent man. He never did anything knowingly dishonest oh, in his life. Oh,
2: you see, there's another troll. Yeah, there's another trolling. See, so, so maybe Trump wrote the uh, the article on on the unvaccinated. Oh no, no, he wouldn't have done that.
1: Leave him alone. No, he wouldn't yeah. have done
2: that. No, he wouldn't have done that. But
1: leave him alone. It reminds me of the leave Britney alone. You remember that?
2: What was that guy named Joe Cocker or something like that? Yeah, I'm
1: gonna find it right now.
2: That was what. That was that is so OG. Yep. That might be two thousand That that might be like the 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 day that YouTube open for business the first day. That's that's how OG that is. Leave Britney alone.
1: Here we go. And how
0: fucking dare Ooh. anyone out there make fun of Britney after all she's been through. She lost her aunt. She went through a divorce. She had two fucking kids. Her husband turned out to be a user, a cheater, and now she's going through a custody battle. All you people care about is readers and making money off of her. She's a (laughs) (laughs) human. Wait.
2: Chris Cocker. Sorry, What you don't
0: realize is that Britney's making you all this money, and all you do is write a bunch of crap about her. She hasn't performed on stage in years. Say it, dude. Come her on. song is called Give Me More
1: for a reason because all you people want is more, 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 <laughs> more, more, more. Leave her alone.
2: <laughs> yeah. You're
0: it's... lucky she even performed for you bastard. <laughs> Leave yes.
2: Benny alone. It still hits hard. It still hits hard.
1: I can't. Somebody in the chat said Chris Cocker for Secretary of State. <laughs>
2: I would love to see Chris Cocker as the, uh, the, the press secretary.
1: That would be something. Yeah, that would be something. Um, interesting thing about eggs, Frank, what about them? You know, eggs are up quite a bit.
2: (laughs) If you got an egg guy, it's not that bad. 60%
1: in 2022, one farm group claims it's a collusive scheme by suppliers. So the other day, Gigi sent a text and she's like, I want to know if this is true. It's from this woman who is, I'm going to play it and just play it for you. And there's a ton of controversy surrounding this. Now, I don't raise chickens. I don't proclaim to be a knowledgeable person when it comes to chickens. However, this is interesting. And, and you know, if I'll put the link because the comments refute it, some refute it, some don't. Some say, well, she doesn't know what she's doing. But she clearly has said she knows what she's doing. So let's listen.
4: Imagine warning people In nearly 30-something years of raising, raising chickens... Hold on, hold on. Oh. ...chickens, yeah. I have never gone...
0: I- Imagine warning
4: people... In nearly 30-something years
1: of raising apple. chickens, I have never gone without oh, eggs, not even see. just one. What's and since... Can you hear? There's something playing in the background of her video. Oh, oh of her video. I, okay. I got confused for a second too. <laughs> Here we go.
4: Before Halloween, I have not gotten a single egg until about a week ago. And I switched the feed that I was giving. I no longer am feeding chicken feed. I have switched my girls to goat feed. Steel-cut oats, black sunflower seeds, and goat feed. I have to say, there's something uh, something to this. If I have to put my little tinfoil hat on,
1: it's kind of weird. So she's been tending for years and years and years. Says that she stopped getting eggs after Halloween. And just this week switched their feed and they started laying again. Now.
2: Uh, yeah, okay. Go ahead. I don't. What was the feed before? Chicken feed. Yeah, but that comes in a lot of different. uh, If you're out there in the in the the farmers market uh, circuit, you're looking for people who are using uh, corn, non-GMO corn, staying away from soy. Um, There's 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 a couple. I I like the um, I like the steel cut oats and uh, and seed. um, um, What you will call uh, root. I like that. That that sounds pretty good and we're going to have to and because that's a big determining factor as to how much the eggs cost right now uh feed is going to be is going up so you need to find new ways of feeding whatever chickens you got but other than that you've got these avian flus the tens and tens of millions of birds that have been killed in this country alone because they're all testing positive on pcr tests (laughs) I mean, I
1: can't.
2: <laughs> PCR tests, Shut Remember, up. are the, they
1: seriously testing the chickens with PCR?
2: Of no, course they, they
1: aren't they
2: look into it. Tracy I, I, millions of birds have been killed because of PCR test positive. I mean these are the same tests that popped up positive. When the guy from Ghana tested papaya, it's part of it. It's part of it for sure
1: wow
2: that's on top of that i on thought top they of, were
1: killing sick birds that are visibly sick
2: oh i'm I, listen i'm sure that 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 uh, if you're a chicken farmer especially to bigger bigger levels if you're providing uh chicken products you know animal products to certain whatever and you're in it on a large scale and even on a small scale you see sick sickness Uh, that that pops up and you have to learn how to quarantine and you have to learn how to get through that. I'm sure that that happens. I'm sure that that sickness and death is natural among, among birds. Um, But, but this has been like almost like mandated
1: cullings. Unbelievable. Okay. So I can't vouch for the veracity of whether the feed is the problem with her chickens. It could have been the cold. It could have been, it could have been, it could have been, but she seems pretty knowledgeable about how to raise and lay chickens. Right.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Revolution in the chat room. Uh, it, I mean, a lot of people are putting it in there right now, but I have I have read so many testimonies of that very thing, killing entire populations sometimes at certain farms because there has been one positive test result.
1: Gosh, that's terrible.
2: Oh, yeah. It's, it's all adding up. That's why you, you just got to know. I, I Thankfully, I live within a delivery zone of all of the the Amish. Farmers in like uh, in in Pennsylvania, and I am part of a, a collective over there too. So that's just what you. I mean, people just got to take very, very close uh, account of who their sources are, how local they are, and become friends with them because even they're going to have to tighten up their uh, their collar a little bit, and maybe they'll just include you as part of the family.
1: So I um, couldn't get the eggs I normally get. From where I get my eggs, which is the grocery store. But I get it from um, a grocery food, store. Food Lion? No, not Food Lion. Lowe's. Lowe's Foods. They do all what's, locally what's, sourced.
2: What's the other one down meat. there by you? Publix. Food Lion. And Publix. Publix.
1: Publix. Yeah. But I wanted to show everybody the difference. Now, Sharon sent over something to me that said it was a video that said that they're injecting dye to make the yolks different colors there's 15 different shades that you can use to in, to make the yolk a different color and it's no longer that you can look at the yolk to see the nutritional content of an egg and I don't know which farmers are doing this or if they have to tell you so whatever this is just anecdotal I guess what I'm about to show you and I'll put that video in the description box too it's a, from a keto um, channel but these were my eggs yesterday. So you, I don't know if you could see the difference. The bottom two are the grass-fed free-range eggs that I normally get, and the top two are what they gave me in replacement for those.
2: It hasn't popped up on the feed yet. I'm watching in delay. We okay. got to get this we got to get our zoom.
1: It's not questions. zoom. It's it's a delay to I can change okay.
2: the orange ones. The orange ones are the ones Uh, That is what I'm used to seeing Mm -hmm. now that I have been getting these heirloom uh, chicken eggs from a local. I have several local farms. Those look like the ones that I get from Yellow Bell Farm in New York. It's just a beautiful, dusky, orange, sunset kind of a color. They taste Um, different, too. Oh, they do. They really do. Um, the, The whites taste different, too. It almost feels meatier. Like There's more substance. As far as the yellow yolks, though. I have other I have another farmer friend of mine who provides me jumbo eggs from his farm really really clean and they're on the yellow side of things they're more on the yellow side of things than orange so I don't I don't think that the lighter the yolk the the more contaminated the batch per se I think it might just be the kind of chicken as well but if there are things other than that that farmers are doing to enhance color artificially i can't speak to that
1: this this doctor in this video that Sharon sh- sent me also said that uh, every ch- chicken breast is so lacking in flavor now that they're all of the chicken breast that you buy if you don't buy properly which i do is covered in flavoring so like it's mm. always like you cuz i can't buy that because if i do i'm overloaded with sodium because they they flood sodium into this liquid that they're marinating this chicken in before they give it to you, so I can't buy that kind of chicken. Otherwise, I would my head would explode literally. So it's,
2: it's true. There's a tastelessness to everything, and and I'm even talking. I don't eat fast food by and large. Every once in a while, every once in a while, last year, um, I I would go every couple of weeks and I would pick up. The classic chicken sandwich from from Popeyes, and then around July, I said no more because the the quality of the actual chicken mm-hmm. something went totally. And I said, you know, I'm off, I'm out completely. This is the the one thing that I splurged on from time to time, and, and it's <clears throat> done. But even things like that, I realized that there is so much less room for natural flavors of the actual food to come through it's not there it's just it's overloaded with with herbs and and spices to be able to create flavor that otherwise i believe doesn't exist anymore and we already know that that our our crops are becoming less and less nutrient dense and the more that people like bill gates take over it's going to be less nutrients and more vaccines inside of your cabbage so i uh i i'm i'm seeing this from the different angles all all the time
1: yeah, there's there's, you know, there's that and there's a lettuce shortage too. all the all the local folks over here are saying, you know, we might not be able to include lettuce in your food. We might not be able to use lettuce in your whatever, because there's a lettuce shortage going on right now, which I found super interesting also. But it just meant that my salad had a lot more grilled chicken on it than usual because they didn't have enough lettuce to be able to make it properly. <laughs> so there's that. Um. I feel like I'm forgetting something important and I don't know what it is. So I'm not sure. But (laughs) that's it for today, Frank. Oh, yes. I remember what I was going to say. Guys, a lot of the stories we talked about today came from our, um, I will say, quasi-partner Citizen Free Press. Citizen Free Press providing you really all of the best headlines of the day all day long, constantly, 24-7. Go over there check it out i'll just show you for argument's sake hold on if you go to citizen free press right now the top headlines matt gates has a theory schiff and swalwell officially booted from house intel mccarthy on fire Schiff is crying guess who had dinner with president trump kansas hunter shot and killed by his dog don't ask i have no idea microsoft lowers guidance the Fulton County story, what's going on with Ilan Omar. I mean, you could just scroll and scroll and scroll and scroll. I, there's nowhere else on the internet that's doing this like they are. Make sure you check it out. Um, Hey, Frank, you've been listening to the Dark to Life podcast with...
2: Frankie Val on the drums and...
1: Beans! You can hear us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 2.30 uh, p.m. Eastern Time. On... I imagine that. <laughs> Tune in, Stitcher, Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and RadioInfluence.com. Also, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, live streaming for you at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time on Rumble and Getter. And make sure that you check out Frank's show every night at 7 p.m. at quitefrankly.tv. That's 7 p.m. Eastern. We'll see you back here on Friday.
3: Later.